normally, you know, uh, as we come, you know, most of the studies now, uh, a lot of the churches, the ministries are adjusting on how they're uh, planning to move back into uh, reopening. And um, thank God for that, you know. Um, I, uh, the one thing I've learned in this, and I'm gonna get back to what I was saying is that, and then I'm gonna get into this word about the people law. That when this COVID-19 thing, this coronavirus thing happened, the Lord began to show me that he is truly no respected person. And I say this because for this simple fact, that it didn't matter when it hit, it didn't matter how big your church was, Amen. How big your building was, mm -hmm. how many people Amen. you had, where you were located at, uh, none of that, how big your name was, Amen. it affected every church equally. They had to shut the doors, they had to back up and do, was told what they needed to do. Yes. And I yes. believe there was a reason for that because yes. God was saying enough is enough. enough. Um, somewhere along the line, we kind of lost our way. Uh, we got too commercialized, I mean, not commercialized, uh, um, too complacent, not thank you, um, to where we wanted to see how big this and how big the music sound and this and that. Um, when Jesus walked and preached the ministry, and he wanted, I believe he was trying to get attention to let us know, hey, look at here, y'all. It's not about two buildings. It's not about how many people you got. It's about me knowing you. It's about a relationship that I have with you. It's about a relationship that I'm seeking to have with each and every one of you. And our job as, as, as pastors and leaders and ministries and stuff is to continue to be the light in the midst of darkness. To talk about, hey, you know, it's okay to be called a Christian. Yes. It's yes. okay to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yes. It doesn't yes. mean that you're going to be all, you know, yeah. you got to stay this, that, and the other. It's okay. Yes. You know, sometimes we try to hide that we trust the Lord. Amen. We trust the Lord. So, but as I was saying, you know, with all this, and then, then we have that, and then we have um, the, the issue with the, the, the death of uh, George uh, Floyd. And, um, and not only on that, then we have the, <laughs> the quote unquote leadership of this nation of the United States. Mm. Say that. Uh, leadership. Say that. And I'm not going to cut no corners on that. If there's somebody supporting me and they don't like what I'm saying, block it. <laughs> block it. Freedom of speech. Yeah, because, um, you know. And uh, you know, to follow, to, to to have the audacity to stand in front of a uh, church. Say yeah. that. Say that. Yeah, with the Bible. And Say that. The Bible. Mm -hmm. Say I don't that. know if it was upside down, right? You know, whatever. But you know, the whole Bible, and probably not even having even read it. No, he hasn't. It's a good thing the Lord don't use lightning. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I'm not gonna prolong on that, but it just kind of tells you what the time right. is the time right. is that where we in right now. And the church and the ministry, the, the, the people that we can no longer just be silent. Come to church on Sunday morning, raise your hand, praise the Lord, then go back and then life is still, you know, then we're still dealing with everyday life. We don't live inside the four walls of the building. We live out there in the world that is still constantly decaying. Amen. And so now there needs to be someone that says enough is enough. And that's what the Lord is saying. He's saying it's enough, it's enough. Amen. 
with everything that is going on and stuff. So in support and all that, um, I want to, uh, we're just gonna take a moment and, and, uh, and show our, our support, uh, even with the protesting and stuff. And I, I need to say this about the protesters and the protesters. Now, with the protesters, they started out with, a, with an agenda. Somewhere along the way, it got hijacked. I mean, it got hijacked with some, some, um, some individuals who had an alternative motive to make the protest um, not, you know, take away the meaning of what it was there for. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I don't believe that all the protesters were the looters. That's right. They weren't. They weren't. And, and if you look at some of the the, the uh, uh, videos and stuff that was that was taken, they was not. It was diverse diverse looting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, but there was then I seen that then there was a, a organization that had, and they did this back in the 60s. I grew up, we grew up, the reason that we, somebody else where it was, I don't know who they yeah. was. But we grew up in the times when, during the, during the, the, the 60s and the 70s and yeah. the late 50s and, and, um, and uh, where this was happening, you know, when we had organizations and, you know, um, there was an organization called Deacons of Defense. Uh -huh. Yes. Um, if you don't know who that is, look it up. You know, we in the technology age called called Deacon of Defenses. They are, uh, they were a bunch of, uh, they were a group of deacons that was used by Martin Luther King during that time as a protect, as protection against the, the KKK. Hmm. They were armed. They was armed because to protect, because they didn't want Dr. King to carry a pistol, because Dr. King, he, now he was strapped. He was strapped, don't get him wrong. He was a minister, but he was strapped. But he couldn't carry it because there would have been a reason for the police to have shot him, mm -hmm. even if he didn't, even if he never pulled it. Just having it, he would have got shot. Yeah. But if, so, but anyway, this is a, so when we talk about things, let's go back and look at the history. And I posted a poster where uh, there was a mother, a lady, a group of uh, protesters, and this is back 55 years ago, and they was holding a sign, stop police killing. 55 years ago, mm -hmm. times has changed but still look the same. Yes, yes. So anyway, so we're just gonna take a moment and end into, and I'm not the only one speaking out, there's other pastors across this nation that's yeah. speaking out. Um, Colorado, we need to be a little bit moistest too. I'm talking about the ministry. Um, um, but, um, <laughs> Every now and then I think about it, my heart still gets a little, you know, everyone, right. when I see, you know, somebody hollering for their mother. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, we, and sometimes we think we have, I remember some people said we have arrived. I'm wondering, huh? where? Yeah. <laughs> where have we arrived? Like we drive in reverse. Yes. So, um, just to show our support in, in, in what's going on and um, um, in today's time, and, and to know that even in all that I just got through saying, you know, and I said it's like the Lord is still in control. Yes, He is. He's still in control. Yes. He Nothing's is. happening that He does not know about. But we're going to show a little bit of support of what, on everything that's going on. Now. Um, we're just going to take a, a just a moment of silence. Uh, a moment of, of, of appreciation of the protest and a moment of, 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 of silence for, not only for uh, Brother Floyd, for all the lives that was lost 
during, yeah. the, during the last five or how many, years. what, five years or 10 years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, a lot of lives have been lost. We can go back yes. and, you know, um, so we're just going to do a moment of silence in that. And I'm, I'm going to play a song and then I'm going to go ahead and get into the word and, and uh, get you guys out of here. Six o'clock? Uh, I was thinking about six thirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it ready? Okay. Let me get on here. Um, again, I just want to say thank you for um, for joining us and just bear with me for a moment. Yes. Okay. Keep on singing. <laughs>
Amen. And y'all, most of y'all knows what that means, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody, everybody recognize what that means? Mm-hmm. Eight minutes and 46 seconds. You know, so I just wanted to take the time to show that, you know, far too many times that, you know, we, you know, I, I was kind of, you know, initially it was a little bit hesitant, you know, because, you know, you figure as a church, you know, you want to kind of say you feel like you need to kind of stay in the background and stuff. And, you know, if Jesus went over and started turning over tables, Amen. kicking over tables and whipping people, <laughs> says, could you turn my house into a, a den of thieves? He said, you can be angry, but sin not. Mm-hmm. So I just had to say, you know, and, and even, um, you know, I have to maintain a, 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 a different perspective, but, you know, I'm still human, and there's still a person inside to me. Yes. Especially yes. being uh, uh, a man of touch. <coughs> and um, so, you know, we, we you know, um, I personally, I support what, what, what the protest is about. Because I believe that change needs to come. It needs to be a permanent change. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see this next generation that's coming up behind us having to still deal with what we dealt with back in when in the in the sixties and in the late fifties and even before that with our grandparents and and even you know our parents and and even now what we're doing and with the, the generation that um, is dealing with now. Amen. Amen. Um, enough is enough. Amen. 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 All right. And so uh, thank y'all for uh, uh, allowing me to uh, to um, share that with you. Just uh, to, you know, keep it real. You know, this is yeah. what we're talking about. We sometimes we just gotta keep it real. Mm-hmm. We talk about keep it real, but do we really keep it real? Yes. You know what I mean? Do we just talk about keeping it real? Do we really keep it real? Come on, Pastor. Amen. Amen. And I, I, I want to thank everybody that that for our online if they watch it and they join us and they and um, support. Don't don't be afraid to speak up. We gotta have a voice. We gotta we can't yeah. no longer say um, it's gonna be all right and not do nothing. And I'm gonna say with that being said, I'm really gonna get into the message. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been given. Look here, Michael, Dr. King, and other individuals back in the, in, in the before the, the uh, previous civil rights workers, they did something, they, and they worked on something, and they gave their life for something that we take for granted, and we don't. We don't know the power that we have, and that power is called the power to vote. Mm-hmm. I did. I've seen a stat that's showing where why we have the leadership that we have because there was a group of power that did not vote. Mm-hmm. If they would have voted, we wouldn't have the president that we have right now. Amen. 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 Uh, I was online, and I got to say this one more thing. One more, one more thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, <laughs> that's my Colombo thing. Anybody know about Colombo? One more thing. 
I was in a, uh, a discussion with somebody online on Facebook, and they was talking about, um, you know, about Dr. King and the uh, civil rights movement, and, and they, and, you know, they said, well, Dr. King, they said, uh, Dr. King, now, you know, somebody had said something. They said, well, Dr. King did that. He marched and protested, and he lost his life. And I said, yes, he did. I said, but out of what he lost, he gained something too. Oh, it was the right to vote and the right to have people. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? yeah. So I'm, I'm all for protesting. The protesting gets the gets the, gets the nation's attention. And even when when remember during the inauguration when when uh, 45 got uh, got it, mm. there was a protest. Um, women, there was a group of women that protested. Mm -hmm. There was a protest um, of, of people that said that we wasn't our president. Mm. But when we do something. It's a whole new different protest. Amen. I'm just going to keep it real. Yes, yes. Uh, let me stop. That's all right. All right, tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. No, I ain't no soapbox. You just keep it real. I ain't on no soapbox right now. This is not a soapbox time. It's just talking and keeping, speaking my heart. And not caring what people think about us. Sometimes we don't say what we want to say because we're scared about how people going to think about us. How people going to look at us because we speak our mind. Or especially they say, well, because you're a pastor, you're not supposed to say this. Well, I'm human too, man. I was a man before I became a pastor. Yes, 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 yes. Why are you supposed to come and walk around into a room? I can't say that. The only thing I can say to you is praise the Lord. Hallelujah. No, I'm hot. Come on now. And I don't mean fan hot. I mean Amen. Amen. Y'all praying for me? Yes. Yes. Okay. All the time. Amen. 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 All right, so let me go to it. Okay, I'm done. For now. <laughs> for now. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get into our word. So um, well, I'm going to open up in prayer. I didn't even open up in prayer. That's, how, that's what my mind was. Uh, but I'm open for prayer now. It's never too late to pray. Amen. Uh, Amen. I'm getting my mind prepared. If you turn to Hebrews 11 chapter, um, then I'm going to give you my, my subject topic. Because in the midst of all this that we're going through, you know, we can never keep, we got to quit dating the Lord. Yes, come on. We date God. It's time to have a relationship with him. Amen. Mm. We can't keep dating him. Dating them is something, dating, when you're dating somebody, it means that you just want, you know, when you go on a date, you call them up. Yes. Uh, what you doing tonight? Mm -hmm. You want to go out? You want to go have something to drink, eat them? And that's what we do with the Lord. We call them up when we need something. Mm -hmm. yes. We look at, we look for them when we need something. We got to quit dating them and have a relationship with them. Yes. It's quiet. <laughs> It's not a moment of silence. <laughs> Amen. So Hebrews 11, I'll be there. So let me open the prayer when we get there. And I want to give a special uh, shout out to our visitor. To, uh, yeah. Yeah.
people saying, uh, yeah, we still practicing the social and physical distancing. You know, we don't have 100 people here. We're not 1,000. You know, some people, man, uh, don't let me get started on that. Okay, Okay. Yeah, y'all know I'm feeling it today. So let me go ahead and pray before we get into this. Grace Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, Lord. We, Lord, we, we're feeling kind of, some of us are feeling heavy and hard, Lord. Some of us are confused, and um, Lord, some, some of us don't know what to do. Because we're living in a, what some say, an uncertain time, Father, but I know it's certain because you're still in control, Lord. That yes. Nothing happens without your permission and without, yes. your, with, without your knowing about it, Lord. Yes. If you form the world, Father, you, you, you know about what's happening with us, Lord. So, Lord, as I decrease, that you may that you may increase, Lord. Yes, Use Lord. me as your vessel, Father. We yes. thank you for the songs that were sung this morning as the worship, Lord, as, as the hearts that was being humbled this morning, Lord. And for those under the sound of my voice on our online and our, our, our uh, face, Facebook family and our social media family, Lord, reach out, send forth your healing word, Father. Give them hope, Father. And this is the time in the midst of darkness, Father. People need to hear hope. People need to know, Father, that faith yes. still works. Yes. Yes. Your blood is still good. Yes. Prayer yes. is still powerful. Yes. Belief is still needed. Yes. And the church is still reverent. Yes. I couldn't say it right a little bit that Missouri part coming out. But we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We honor you this morning. We ask you. Allow your presence to have this way today, Lord. And not only here, but every service that's going on this morning. Churches across this nation, bless the those that we've asked to bless the Floyd family, Lord, and, and other and other families who have lost their loved ones yeah, during, during these times of, of injustice and injustice, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you, Father. And we say that change is going to come. Yeah. There's going to be a change, Lord. Yeah. So Lord, we leave it all into your hand and we say thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. And Lord, we honor you, Father. Bless the true way, true faith, worship ministry, family. And Lord, we just thank you. We praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm going to, uh, I, I was thinking about it. I said, man, I, I, you know, everything that was going on and stuff, and I didn't really know how. Of what I was going to really talk about. And, and to be quite honest with you, I was a little bit hesitant about talking about what I just got through talking about for about 10 or 15 minutes. And, and I talked to uh, one of our sisters and we talked and, and, um, and um, she was, I believe the Lord used her to confirm what, did I, need, what I need to do. Yes. So I thank God for her. Amen. I thank God that she listened and she, she knew to say, yeah, pay faster. Yes. Let's, let's, let's talk about this. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, well, yeah, you know what? We do. Yeah. We do need to talk about it. We talk about it. We, we need to talk to church. You know, we come in and we talk about a lot of things, but we, we live in an outside world and, and we, you know, we deal with real life issues. Yes, yes. And, um, and I think now we need to start addressing this. And people say, well, I'll be glad when we be able to go back to as things was. I'm praying that we don't. Amen. I pray that we don't go back to that Amen. Amen. Word. Come on now. That we go back to something that's better. Yes. Yes. That, yes. that we realize that we don't need a building to worship the Lord. Amen. 
But now, now let, let, let me say this. A building is needed so us so we can able to come together as the church. Yes. But the, the church should never be being looked at as the building. Right. And God has got his attention and said, okay, it's time that you guys come back to me. Yes. I'm looking, you know, he's saying, I'm, I, I need to get you, you know, I feel like, you know how your, your, your father and your parents are coming, you be doing something wrong, they grab you by your collar. Yes. And say, come in. <laughs> mm -hmm. I believe that's what he did with the body of Christ. He grabbed, he grabbed everybody by their collar. They said, uh, can you hear me now? Are you listening? <laughs> you know, grab you by your ear. Let's get into this. Uh, Hebrews 11. This is uh, Hebrews 11, um, starting with chapter, verse 1. Hebrews 11 is basically is known in the Bible, some of us is referred to as the uh, a faith, uh, Hall of Faith. Because in that, uh, you know, even though the whole Bible is about faith, but Hebrews 11 is one of the one of the chapters of the books of the Bible you can go to. You can, and man, it really talks about faith. Because a lot of it deals with faith. So as, uh, as we're gonna, I'm going to be reading, uh, it's going to be Hebrews 11. And so we're going to be start from chapter, uh, verse 1 to, to 16. Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 16. And I'm going to be reading it for your hearing. And then I'm going to give you my subject title. So it says, Hebrews, Hebrews 11 and 1. So it says, Now faith. What was the first word? Now faith. Now faith. Okay. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Oh, excuse me. For by it the elders obtain a good testimony. A good testimony. By faith. Now check it out. By faith. It said, what? By faith. Yes. We understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which were which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Come on, Pastor. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was the righteous God, testified of his gifts, and through it he, being dead, still speaks. By faith. Yes. Did, did y'all notice something? Yes. Is there a reoccurring theme in this? Yes. By faith, Enoch was taken away so he did not see death. Come on now. He said he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, come on now. Yes. But without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, yes. and that he is a rewarder of those who give him to him. Not every now, not every now, man, not sometimes. Not, not oh, maybe today, but diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being divinely warned of things not seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household. Come on, somebody need to hear that. By on. which he condemned the world yes. and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out of the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Sometimes you just got to trust the voice of the Lord. Come on, Quit questioning. 
go by faith. By faith he dealt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him which of the same promise. Yes. For he waited for, for the city which has foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Amen. By faith Sarah herself also received strength to Amen. conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age. That, that's by faith. Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in the multitude innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. That's a whole lot. These are all, these are all, now check this out. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off was assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. This is not your home. Come on now. shepherds in heaven. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. Yes. And truly, if they are called to mind that the country from which they had come out of, they would have opportunities in turn. Now, also keep in mind the contents of this of the scripture. Mm -hmm. But now they desire a better, that is, a heavenly country. Come on. I don't want to be here when anything goes. Come on, yeah. Yeah, y'all might want to, but I'm going to be waving yeah. at you. Mm -hmm. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, mm -hmm. for he has prepared a city for them. Thank you. May the Lord have a blessing Amen. to the reading and the hearers of his word. Amen. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all catch the us in there? By faith. faith. Yes. Everything by faith. Thank you, Lord. And that's in order to get through the things that we deal with every day, it's going to be by faith. Amen. It's going to be by faith. Not by your knowledge. Not by your intelligence. Come on, Pastor. But it's going to be by faith. Yes. Even in the protest, it's done by faith. The faith is that something's going to result out of all yes. of this. Mm -hmm. When faith is all you have left. Yes. That's the topic I'm going to come from the thoughts in the When faith is all, when all you have left. When all you have faith is, when all you have left is faith, it's still enough. Mm. It's still enough. Mm. Yeah. It, it's always enough. Yeah, I know yeah. somebody said, well, uh, how you mean that? Well, I'm going to give you some examples as we go through there, but you know, one of the, the examples that I'm going to start out with is with the woman with the issue of blood. For 12 years, she had issues. She mm -hmm. had an issue. She paid money to some doctors. And she went to Dr. Phil and Dr. Dex and all the rest of the doctors. <laughs> and she couldn't get healed of what she did. with. She still had the same issue yeah. for 12 mm -hmm. years. Mm -hmm. And she said she paid so you know she had a little change. Yes. And she yes. went strange when you changed because she had some change. So she was able to pay a doctor. And we all know that doctors don't come cheap. Mm -hmm. And they could not help her. They could not heal her. So she went around still dealing with that issue. But it wasn't until a man named Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Come by. Amen. And when, she, when, she, when he walked by, it was something about this man named Jesus that he carried with him. That she said, I need, I, I, I feel a healing in that. There's something about this man. I just need to reach out and just kind of touch him. Yes. 
I don't, I don't, maybe I don't need to touch, I just need to touch the hem of mm. his garment. Yes. So, and even though he was surrounded by his, all his followers and everybody, and everybody was around him, she thought that, man, she was in the midst of, you know, people following him and his onlookers, he's looking loose, and, and people was trying to, the, the, the people that was planted there to, to throw Jesus off his mark, but he was walking in, and she, when she said that, when Jesus walked by with them, she knew then. My healing has come. Mm. My healing has come. I, I just need to get there. So she, now imagine this. Come walk with me. Put your mind with me. Now Jesus walking. He's got thousands of people to run. So in order for her to get to his, him, she had to get low. Yes, yes, yes. And she had to make a way where people probably were stepping on her, kicking her, and telling her, where are you going? Because it doesn't say what her nationality was, but yes. she knew Jesus didn't care. Yes. He didn't care what your nationality was. Mm. But anyway, and she was making her way down through there. And when she got through there, she touched the hem. Yeah. Mm. And Jesus said, hold on. Mm -hmm. Somebody touched me. Yes. Virtue have left out of me. Healing have left out of me. Confidence have left out of me. And encouraging words have left out of me. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be depressed because you touched the hem of my Yes, mm -hmm. yes. You don't have to feel like death is the end because you touch the hem of my garment. Yes. Life doesn't stop when you get buried. No, you just share the body. Keep Amen. on. Amen. Amen. But when she touched him, and Peter and one of the disciples said, Lord, with all these people around you, how do you know that somebody touched you? Because she had a humble heart. Mm. Yes. Amen. And she needed what he had. And she was seeking yes. to be healed. Yes. And she was willing to go through the hump of herself yes. and to be stepped on and probably kicked and spit. I don't know the Bible didn't say that. I'm just using my imagination. Yes. But she got there and she touched him because she wanted to be healed. Yes. And Jesus turned to her and said, Woman, your faith has healed you. Yes. Your yes. faith yes. has healed you. Yes. I'm here to tell somebody in the sound of my voice. Don't let this coronavirus thing. Yeah, don't let this. Don't let the, the the situation that we're dealing with that we're not getting the the unjust. Don't let it mess with your faith. Yes. Faith yes. without works is dead. Yes. Take your faith and you keep on moving. Yes. You keep doing what you need to do. Yes. Don't let fear be a hindrance to you. Yes. Don't let fear lock you up in your room. Yes. Don't let fear tell you what you can and cannot do. Say that again. Say that. Trust in him of Jesus Christ. Come on. Yes. Yes. We're living in a time when faith is needed and, and required to navigate through the times that we live in. And we need we need faith to navigate through this gift called life. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you can you have some can you have a reading? Oh yes. Can you have Amen. Mm -hmm. Say that. And um and, and as I was preparing for this message and I was I was having a conversation, I don't know about y'all, but you know, I, you know, I know some of us, you know, we carry our big Bibles, we go on there and we spend two or three hours on our knees in Jesus. You know, like every now and then I go in and I have a conversation with the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, and I, I you know, I, I go into my throne room and yeah. uh, my throne room is I know, you know, it's my bathroom. Yeah. You know, because you ain't gotta worry about nobody coming in there. That's <laughs> Bobby, <That's right>. but uh, 
But I go in there and I have some one-on-one time. Yep. And with the Lord and stuff, and and I, you know, and and you know, but I pray all of that because I got a prayer room downstairs too. Yeah. But a lot of times, if I could be honest with you. The Lord really ministers to me when I'm in there and I'm taking a shower and then I'm mm-hmm. getting prepared yes. and I'm listening to yes, my music yeah. and things and stuff like that. And, you know, so my bathroom is no longer bathroom; it's a house of prayer. So yes. I'm prayer. It's my prayer closet. Come on. Come on, somebody get to me. Yes, that's true. Come on, somebody feel me. Yes. And I had this conversation with the Lord, and 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 I, and I was asking the Lord some questions, and and I began to share some things about what I didn't have. Things that I lost. Did you hear that conversation? Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. What's the thing you talk to the Lord? Lord, I don't have this. I lost that. Mm-hmm. I need this. I want that. Uh-huh. And 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 you know, and, you know, just why? How come? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. When? Yes. All these things. Yes. And the Lord said, well, "Have faith." Yes. And you say, "Lord, all all I have left is faith." Yes, that's right. Then you go on, you ask the Lord, you say, well, Lord, the Lord said, well, I have faith. And you say, well, I have faith. Mm-hmm. Then you go on and you, you bargain with the Lord. You say, well, Lord, can faith pay my bills and put food on my table? Yeah. Yeah. These are the different questions. Keep, keep me healthy. Stop my depression and ease my anger and yeah. keep me safe in this this coronavirus and, uh, and change the situation this, this, the, 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 unjust, the, the unjust system that we live in mm-hmm. can faith change these, can faith work in these mm-hmm. then the Lord responded to me with this question some of you did it, some of you may not and, uh, and I was sitting there and I was having a pity party mm-hmm. I said Lord I, you know, I was even talking about you to church and I don't know what to do. I don't, you know, give me direction on this and how should I handle this and all this and not the Lord and the Lord said, faith, have faith in me, have yes, faith in me, yes. have faith in me. So yes. I said, Lord, but Lord. And then the Lord said, ask me this question. He said, how old are you? How old are you? Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? 21. 21. What's that? I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, what's that? I'm, you know, I'm having a conversation with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Lord said, how old are you? So I gave my age, and I said, 17. <laughs> <laughs> Not 21 now. <laughs> and descending. <laughs> Not ascending, but descending. <laughs> and, and I was like, what? But then, I said, you know, Lord, what's my age got to do with it? And then the Lord just kind of, you know, he, you know, and man, it was it was so profound for me that I, I actually started crying. I, I literally started crying. Because the Lord said, you know, after, after I told him I really, well, he's like 17, he said, yeah, right, I know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, if I kept you, from the time you was conceived in your mama's womb mm. to the time that you are now, mm-hmm. what makes you think I can't keep you? Say that. Say Woo. that. Say that. Because this ain't the first 
time you've been in a situation where you thought you lost it. Mm-hmm. It's not the first time that you've been in a situation where, where you, you was in a hospital, where yes. you almost lost your life. Yes. God kept you there. Yes. Amen. Yes. And since you're 17, you want to make 18. We're making 18. <laughs> 18. Yes. I said, Lord, forgive me for taking you for granted. Yes. And it was, you know, it was, it was, you know, I didn't have to pray 16 hours for that book. It's something so simple. You just got to think about it. And this is what they're saying, no, the church is not going to go back as, as usual. Yeah. I pray that it don't. Amen. I pray that now that it, it, that that when it does get back to what God wants it to be, yes. it's going to be about relationship, not religion. Yeah. It's not going to be how you dress, what you look like, what color your skin, how Amen. much money you have, how big the building is, how big the building is. It's about oh, do you love the Lord? Yes. Are you seeking Him? Yes. And what do you need from Him? Yes. My, well, <laughs> my job is 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 to is to let you know that God didn't make a mistake. Amen. Amen. He didn't make a miscreation. No. He didn't actually be perfect. Mm-mm. He said, "Bring your imperfect to me. Mm-hmm. I'll make you perfect when we meet face to face. Then that's when you be perfect. Yeah. When we meet face to face." You know, people say, well, I'm my, you know, I, I did this and I made this mistake. Mm-hmm. Well, I did too. And God didn't ask you that. He said, come to me. Yes. Who's heavy burden and I will give you rest. Yeah. Wow. He didn't ask you that. Then people criticize you. Mm-hmm. Because you want to have a relationship yes. with the Lord. Yes. And Jesus said in himself, he said, a man is not respected in his own house. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the people, the first ones to go after will be people spoken to. Yes, it will. I'm just telling the truth. Keep it real. Does it happen? He does. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't give what you can. Take what the criticism and make it become your, your platform that makes you stronger. Mm. Amen. Amen. Every time somebody talking about him, tell him I'm gonna get closer to the Lord. Yeah. So what you're doing, you're pushing me closer to him. You're not pushing me away from him. Right that's the life that we deal with. Yeah. When all you have left is faith, it's enough. Yeah. How many of us can, can relate to this that cried, been in a depressive state of mind, ready to give up? Oh, hallelujah. Ready to give in. Even in church, sometimes you know I, yeah. I'm gonna be honest. You know, as pastor, you know, the next couple of days that I'm doing the ministry, and I was like, man, is this really worth it? Because in my mind, I see something different. Yeah. But see, there's a process that you have to go through yeah. for a plan and a purpose that God has intended for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So I, I'm learning not to look at my situation as I'm failing. I'm looking at it as my growing time. Come on. Yes. And yeah. the Lord is using this time that I'm going through 
to get me where I need to be at. Amen. Amen. So I'm not looking at when I make a mistake or I don't feel like things are moving the way it should be. I don't feel like the church is growing like it should be. Amen. It, ain't, it ain't about that. Right. It ain't about that. It's about relationship. If I can't be the example for you, and as I be the example for Christ, Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Mm -hmm. yes. If I can't be that example, if I'm always willing to give up, why would you want Why would you follow me? Why would you even listen to me? Amen. Say that now. But if I don't keep it real now, I can't, you know, go around and talk about every time you turn around and take my big Bible. <laughs> I'm going to hit you over the head with the word of God and tell you going to hell. That's not going to draw you closer. That's going to push you away. Amen. And that's why some of the churches, that's why we can't get some of the younger generation to go to church. Because they see this. And I, you know, I said this tonight. You know, I said, you know, we as ministers, we can't get up there. You can't get up there and say anything and get up there and whine or whatever. Because nowadays, all you got to do is, <laughs> oh, really? Mm -hmm. You put some Google on him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word don't say that. So we live in a technology age. Yes. And we need and I believe the Lord the Lord allowed this to be created because now, see, because even if we have even if you if you have a church and nobody but twenty five people, when you have this technology right here, yeah. you reach thousands. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yep. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's not about the building and how many people are in the building. It's about those people out there who go online and they can hear. It might be somebody. It could be somebody right now who's been contemplating committing suicide. Yes. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden they hear uh, evangelists sing a song or a testimony or something is going on, and, and and they realize I'm not in this thing by myself. Amen. They hear word. They say, I don't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody we may never see, may never meet in a lifetime, yeah. but we affected that life. Yeah. We changed that life. Yeah. I'm saying this, don't minimize what you do. Yes. If you're doing something in the body of Christ, don't minimize it. Okay. If you come to church, don't minimize it. If you watch it online, don't minimize it. Don't take, don't, don't let nobody criticize you because that's what you do. Right. It's always oh, good. Uh, I see the enemy trying to get in, trying to take my voice yes. away. Yes, all right. But that's okay. You got some other mics over there too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You always have a backup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so don't 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 let criticism. When people start criticizing, I don't know why the Lord keep having hanging on this criticism. When people start criticizing you about the church, yes. about your relationship, about what you're going through, yes. tell them that's okay. That's okay. okay. I had somebody tell me, he said, well, the church is full of hypocrites. I said, well, good. I said, well, we got room for one more. Come on over. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come see, this is the problem is. See, this is where it falls back on the ministry. Pastors got to be more real. Yes. You yes. I mean, more open. You know, you don't have to reveal your whole life, but you got to let people know that you, you made a mistake and you're perfect. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I'm glad that, you know, some of our church family have seen another side of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 well. <laughs> when you go from pastor to will. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> but you got to get back. All right. All right. But see, I'm, I'm not ashamed to talk about that. Amen. You know what I mean? I, I'm not ashamed to talk about, yes, I have my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife can say, yeah. <laughs> don't say nothing. <laughs> 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 it's all right. It's all right. Second thoughts. Second thoughts. <laughs> don't give up, y'all. Amen. Don't give up. Don't give in. Amen. Uh, man, it's a, you know we li- we're living in uncertain times, and um, I think it's time to keep it real. Um, yes. uh, I used to be concerned, and uh, you know, it's, for me, and I'm just gonna talk about me. That when I first started pastoring in church, and to, uh, I was I was trying to fit in everywhere I can fit in. Be like you know this one, so I get accepted in certain circles and and all this thing. Like as you know, you're highly supposed to dress and stuff. And the Lord just said, "I didn't make you like, I didn't make you to be that nobody else." Amen. I got I got an agenda and a purpose for you. And long as it's 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 biblically based in the Word, and I'm not preaching no false stuff and trying to be making it all about money and all this kind of stuff like that. I created you to be like I always like to use an example of a snowball, of snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Snowflakes. You will never find two snowflakes alike. Come on, say that now. You'll never, yeah. you'll never find two snowflakes. Mm-hmm. Every snowflake is different. Even when you build a snowball, yeah. you got millions of different flakes in there. Mm-hmm. That's what the church is. Yes. Yeah. That's what Amen. the church is. Amen. It's, it's, it's a snowball made of different snowflakes. Mm-hmm. And people need to know that you can come truly as you are, just don't stay as you are. Mm-hmm. You can come with your, your imperfect, whatever you feel, and not feel like you got to be guilty or you're not worthy or, or because you've done something so terrible that, um, you know, that, that um, you're not going to be uh, accepted in the church. That's a, don't, don't fall for that. Yeah. Don't fall for that. Somebody treats you like that, you need to keep it moving. Amen. You need to keep it moving. See, because uh, I'm going to give you quick, uh, four examples real quick uh, about faith, and I'm, then I'm going to let you go. I, I just need to, I, I was feeling this, and as I'm getting to it, I can feel the, the Lord's just having his way with me. So y'all, y'all bear, bear with me. <laughs> when all you have left is faith, it's, it's always enough. It's always going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Um. See, there's some things that money can't buy. Amen. Mm-hmm. There's some things that friends can't buy. Amen. There's some things that, um, you know, um, down the Ross is the same. That's what friends are for. <laughs> for good times or bad times. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Mm-mm. <laughs> some friends are. When you got a true friend, a good friend, mm-hmm. they'll be there with you. Amen. A good friend will tell you the truth when you don't want to hear. Oh it. yes. Oh yes. A good friend will tell you the truth when you don't yes. want to hear. Mm-hmm. Then you got some friends to tell you what you need to hear. What 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 you what they what you want to hear. What you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then you got and that's just that's sometimes. And then you just got people who just hate you. Oh yes. Yeah, haters. Oh yes. Let me tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> There was this guy, I seen this video, and there was a guy walking. 
and and he, the, he you know he was walking he was walking down he's walking around the city, and everybody had walked up to somebody, and he was like, "What's that on your shoulder?" He run over there and he, <clears throat> then he keep on. So then he walk up and people looking at him, looking on his shoulder, and he walk around. So he walk up to another girl, to another person. He walked up to him, whoa, what's that on your shoulder? And he walked up and said, <clears throat> <clears throat> So he walked up to his lady, he walked up, did the same thing. Oh, hold up, what's that on your shoulder? She, she's like, hey, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> and she said, there's something on your shoulder. And she said, what is it? He said, let me get it. He said, it's haters. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So brush your shoulder off, pop your collar, keep it moving. Amen. Amen. You don't have people that don't like what you're doing. You don't have people that don't like how you look. You don't have people that don't like you because you're and or whatever. You don't have those kind of individuals. But they're there to make you stronger. They're there to be that push to keep you moving forward. Don't let them be the ones that be sitting on your shoulder. Have somebody willing to walk up and say, what's that on your shoulder? Here's a quick faith is a is having a belief, a firm assurance, conviction, or persuasion, or trust on something so powerful and positive. When you have faith, you have a, you have a faith that God's promises will happen. God's yeah. promise will happen. Hebrew 11, you know, it says, as I read, it's the hall of faith, and it talks about by faith. Everything by faith, Abraham is by faith, Sarah. If you know the story of Abraham and Sarah, they were, they, they were seasoned in 80. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they should have been having no child. Thank God for Sarah and Abraham because women and children don't have them. No, that's right. Now, unless you told me that I had to. Oh, no. Because Abraham said it, so they, you know. Because Abraham was 100 and Sarah was 90. Yeah, when the anointing fell on Abraham, come on, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, promises are coming. <laughs> and so, for those who don't get it, you get it later. <laughs> for those who don't get it, you get it later. <laughs> so let me <laughs> Let me give you five examples. <laughs> Let me give you some examples of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Oh, that cracked me up. That was a good joke. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good joke. Oh, you know what I said. Amen. Y'all praying for me? Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let me give these examples real quick and then I'm gonna let y'all go. Okay, um, we already talked about the one with the shoe. I'm talking about people who have faith and faith, but all they have was left with faith and there was a faith to continue to keep them and made them whole. We talked about the, uh, the woman with the issue of blood for 12 years and, and when she touched the hem of Jesus' garment for healing, her answer was completed. Um, then we talked about the centurion, the centurion which you'll find in, in uh, Matthew 8, 8 and 5. Um, but we're talking about the centurion in Matthew 8 and 5. Chapter 8, uh, starting at verse 5 to 13. 
So basically, when you turn, when we look at that example, the centurion. The centurion was a, a gentleman. He was a, a man of uh, authority, and um, but he recognized that that his authority was nothing when it's compared to Jesus' divine divine authority. So when he when he went to when he went to Jesus Christ and he said uh, he had sin. Now this is something that we need to do. The centurion, his servant was sick. I, um, yeah, some, I put the, I found that and I wanted to post that. It's an acronym for, for faith. F, for I reckon that the sufferings that are in the present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in this Romans 8 and 18. A, and we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me, Philippians 4, 13. Give me some words, some validation, word foundation. Key, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Mm -hmm. Psalms 119, 105. Mm -hmm. And H, he give power to the faint and to them that have no might, he increased strength. Isaiah 40 and 29. I thought that was good scriptures mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that spell out faith. Mm -hmm. When you don't have nothing else, but faith is all you have. It's enough. He did back to centurion. So the centurion, he had a servant who was uh, who was sick and needed some healing. And um, so he went. He saw Christ. He saw a man. He saw Christ. So he went to Christ, and then Christ, Christ, he asked Christ to heal his his uh, centurion. I mean, his servant. Sorry, his servant. But then he realized. He said, "Hold up." Um, Jesus said, "Well, where's he at?" He said, "You know, he's at my place." I'm just putting the dates on. And so Jesus was on his way to go heal him. But then all of a sudden he said, hold up. He said, I'm a man of authority. I tell people to go and I tell people to come. He said, but Lord, all you need to do is send your word. Yes. And he shall be healed. And Jesus said, because of your faith, your servant is now healed. Yes. And Jesus turned and he said, you know what? I have not seen a faith like this nowhere else now. When all you have left is faith, it's still enough. Come on. Abraham, when he went, when we all know the story of Abraham, when he was commanded to take his son Isaac up onto and sacrifice his son Isaac, which was the promise between him and Sarah. Yes. And he knew that because he was not supposed to be there, that he was the promise. Mm -hmm. He came from the anointed promise. And then when he took him to um, to Mount Moriah, which in, in Hebrew terms is, uh, is uh, pronounced Jehovah. And, all, and so he knew he was about to sacrifice and uh, sacrifice Isaac, and then all of a sudden there was a ram in the bush. Yes. And the Lord said, I see that you will not hold nothing back from me. Come on. So when all you have left is faith, it's always enough. Noah, in Genesis 6 and 9, Noah was 500 years old when he began building the ark. You know, back in those days, before sin began really taking on, people lived four, five hundred, six hundred years old. I mean, you know, because Abraham, even after that, he lived a long time. But as sin began to progress more, age, God had to start shutting down how long people lived. Uh, but anyway, getting back to Gen uh, Noah. Noah, you know, he was 500 years old, and he had, and um, he began to work in an ark. God called him to build the ark. 
And and why while he was building the ark, people was walking around criticizing him, talking about you don't lost your mind because he's building the ark in an area that it didn't even rain. Yeah, right. In an area that's very tough rain, but he he kept doing what God called him to do. He knew that something was coming, and so he kept building the ark. And people were walking around and all those people they were still doing everything until it started raining uh-huh. <laughs> and raining and raining. <laughs> They probably would have been knocking on the ark door. <laughs> but Noah kept on building the ark. When, when all you have love is faith, faith is still enough. Yeah. Eight people were saved because Noah was obedient. When the whole world at that time was, was wiped off. And that's when the Lord, the Lord put a rainbow. He said, the rainbow is evidence that I would never do this again. Yeah. Now, how are you going to do it this time? I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't want to be here. Sometimes the Lord would just use small steps instead of taking large leaps to get you to your blessings. Mm-hmm. But you have to have faith and trust in Him. You got to trust Him when it doesn't make sense to you. That's when you do it real faith, when you trust the Lord when it doesn't make sense to you. Because if you're trying to make sense of it, you're not trusting the Lord. When we try to put our little peanut mind to the Lord who created the world, we're going to lose. Someone might be saying right now, I don't have enough faith. I beg to differ. Everybody's been given a measure of faith. Mm -hmm. Everybody. And Romans 12 and 3 says, tells us through grace to be humble because everybody, everyone has been given a measure of faith. Mm -hmm. What you do with that faith is up to you. Amen. How you feed it is up to you. Amen. How you nourish it is up oh, to you. Amen. Uh, that's not my job. That's not nobody. That's your job. Amen. When God gave you the measure of faith, he gave you the seed of faith. Amen. How you water it. And one of the ways you water it is by what you're doing right now. Amen. Listening to myself, reading the word, praying, Amen. trusting God in all things. James 2 tells us faith without works is dead. When you get faith, you can't just sit on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like you're saying, I'm, I, 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 I want a job, but you don't do nothing. Amen. Say that, right. say People that. say opportunity to come knocking. No, it don't. Mm-mm. No, it don't. Mm-mm. You got to go out there and knock on opportunity. Amen. <laughs> Amen. We have a lot of faith in so People say, well, we don't. But you know what? We pass. People say, well, I don't, I don't know how to practice faith. Well, yes, you do. How many of you? I mean, I'm going to get ready. We're going to close with this one. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to close with this one. How many of you, when you came in this morning, or for those who understand my voice, turn around and feel, make sure that they chair with that? Yeah. How many of you get in your car and make sure that you're sitting on the seat. Oh, yeah. And here's the thing, then, how many of you got a GPS? Amen. Amen. How many know who that lady is to talk to? Siri. <laughs> the lady that gives you directions. Alexa. Alexa. Anybody Alexa. know her first name? What's her first name? Who, who is she? <laughs> but you trust that you trust everything she tells you to do. Mm-hmm. And she tells you to go right, you go right. She tells you to go left, you go right. Mm-hmm. Go find her, trust her. He trusts a lady that you don't even see. 
They get you to a place that you don't even get to. So how much you can't, how much more should you trust the voice of the Lord of Jesus Christ? Amen. That's going to give you eternal heaven. This is going to give you eternal heaven. As we, um, of course, we know this is Communion Sunday. This is the first Sunday of the month. And every first Sunday we have communion. And communion, um, and by the way, I'm done. <laughs> this is the first Sunday.